Patrick, some more sad news. Uh, we learned of the sudden passing yesterday at the age of 72, Henry Boucher, a, I think it's safe to say, Minnesota hockey legend. Legend of the first magnitude for high school. Anybody who's on the first state tournament I watched and covered in 1969 at Met Center, he made it. I, I think when it was in St. Paul, it was a nice little thing. You know, the, the hockey was not widespread in the state, but it came to Met Center. You had War Road versus Edina in the finals. You had Henry, this legend who became an instant legend almost that winter. Uh, and, it, you know, his defensive partner was Alan Hanksleben, who played 500 and some games in the WHA and the NHL. So, uh, you know, they never left the ice, those two guys. And they end up playing Edina in the finals. And, of course, uh, Henry got run into the boards, knocked out. And what we had was 3,000 Edina people and 12,000 people screaming at Edina with a hatred as if it was Bobby Knight bringing his – or Bob Badger Bob Johnson bringing Wisconsin in. It was unbelievably – uh, I've, I haven't covered a lot of hockey tournaments since, and I said I never really had to, but I covered the best one ever. If you look at the field for that tournament, it's unbelievable, and uh, and uh, it was just a crazy wild night. And they, when they get, they were down two goals when Henry got hurt, and they came back and tied it and took it to overtime. These plucky little war road guys, it was fantastic. But he so, was, uh, yep. So, Pat, did that – two things. Did that put the tournament on the map as far as a TV e- event that yes. – because, you know, I grew up with it being a huge TV event, too. And the second thing is, was that the night that, that we all started to hate Edina unless we lived there? Well, they had never won it. You know, that was the first year they ever won it. They had not won it. They'd been there a lot. They already were the cake eaters, though, because, uh, you know, okay. there was uh, – uh, people, people, you know, because they were so good in other, they were so successful in other sports too, like football and, you know, basketball, they won three straight state titles. So 66, 67, and 68, they won basketball titles. So we resented them for that already. And then uh, this came along. But hockey, hockey had this love of the range and, uh, you know, the blue collar kids coming up from the back door and uh and i already talked to dean blaze and uh make this morning uh, blaze was internet you know international falls had the dynasty and then blaze was the next generation and he was their superstar in 69 68 they beat greenway in the region final and then greenway came in the back door and won it with anton and then 69 War Road got beat in the region final seven, region eight final by Rosso, hated Rosso. And then they came in the back door and uh, made it to the final. But the back door, Declan, used to be region seven and eight. There was no region three, you know, for a hockey. Nobody played right. hockey. So region three was the back door between so the seven and eight runners up. And the back door game on Saturday night was like, legendary because they were great teams from both both places and and uh, that's how war road got there 
But I'd seen Henry that summer, that winter, playing at SPA in, uh, at Drake Arena, the first time I'd seen him. Cold old arena, middle of winter. And it was it was a different it was a different breed of hockey player. But here's what's interesting is the Gophers had Blaze and Tonovich and Henry. We're gonna be their freshman class. Henry was committed. They couldn't get him in school. Can you imagine? This is 1969, 69. Can you imagine not getting a Native American kid into school in modern times? They were, you know, they were, there was no, the idiots didn't, you know, the, the, we, we had all these people who couldn't wait to flunk somebody out back then. And, uh, you know, and you had to get out of general college after two years to get to another college. But their recruiting class would have been Blaze Antonovich and uh, Boucher, <laughs> Boucher, and they played together in the Bramer Summer League down here, because the golf the Gophers spent all summer. Sonmore and the guys spent all summer trying to get him in school, and some guys out there wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't admit him, so he had to go up and play in Western Canada. And that was the first of his, you know, he got he got knocked out of the that state championship game, but then. He couldn't go to the U. Imagine, and I'm going to kind of write this, what a hero he would have been if he played three years for the Gophers right. after after his reputation as a, as a you know, a high school player. Because he, you know, kind of disappeared for us for a couple of years because he played in Western Juniors and, and stuff like that. He was on the 72 Olympic team, too. You know what the idiots did for the 72 Olympic team? They had them play Central League opponents to toughen themselves up. So all the Central League opponents went like ran, made, took runs at them and, you know, beat them up and stuff. It's, what a way to prepare. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're going to go play international hockey where they don't let you hit each other. And, and they, have them, they have them, you know, playing 40 games against the Central League and getting mugged. It's it's uh, you know the stupid beyond belief. But Henry was uh, I don't think there's ever been a high school player of of over more more publicized than him, and uh, and it, it it could have been so much more. He kept running into bad luck. He had an alcohol, admitted alcohol problem. He was a alcoholic for a while after his NFL NHL career went to hell. But uh, you know, David Forbes, Dave Forbes, taking his eye out out at uh, Met Center. Just a lot of bad luck. We had him as a guest two, a couple of times in the studio on the show, two three times, and he was. There's always there was somebody was working on a documentary that I don't think ever got made. There was a book that I think he might have gotten going, but he was always trying to look ahead for that next thing. And then uh, I talked to uh, two guys this morning, uh, last night, and uh, they saw him. Well, Jess Myers was one of them, and then uh, and then these two and Blaze Blaze saw him three weeks ago at the War Road Golf Tournament. And said he looked really bad. He was frail, frail, and kind of bent over. And Henry just said, "I feel terrible." And uh, so, what, whatever it was, he, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we were all surprised down here. But I guess people who'd seen him in Oro Road were very concerned about his health. So, 
and it's uh, 72 he made it to, but uh, trained on the War Road River, baby. <laughs> go out there, <laughs> Native American kid, an Ojibwe kid, go out there and skate up and down the river like the right. wind. Right. Uh, he was something big, big, strong guy, too. Pat, the uh, magic number down to five for the Twins, and it looks like they can't now clinch it in Cincinnati, but they will be able to have the possibility of clinching it now uh, at home when they return home from the Cincinnati road trip. Yes, and uh, Correa, well, they will be doing it without Correa for a while, I would guess. What do you think, Jets, that he won't play for a week and then he might play the last weekend to get his foot back in shape? I mean, if, if they don't need him, but he, yeah, he, he said he heard something pop. But supposedly, plantar fasciitis, if it pops, it's good, right? Yes. So I don't know if it tears, it's good. But we don't know if it tore or not. But, uh, you know, he's whatever you want to say about him, he's played. He's played more games than anybody in a club. So it's not like he's, hey, my foot hurts. Get me out of the lineup. It just obviously he felt something that he hadn't felt before and, and left the lineup. But, uh, uh, you know, Cincinnati, uh, the big concern, wouldn't you say, is who's the third starter? Yes, I was going to ask you that. It's not Joe Ryan. He's not the way he's pitching. He's probably got one more. He got one more start to prove to them, and he should be the third starter, right? But he's uh, – last night they were saying on TV that he was uh, Latroy, who in his own way is okay, observer of the game. And uh, he was throwing a lot of breaking balls, and he couldn't throw strikes with him. Mm-hmm. And then he throws his fastball, it gets whacked. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It it, it might be Maeda, and I'm not a big fan of that. But, uh, uh, you know, maybe the if, if Joe has another bad start, I don't think he's your guy. So I don't know what they're going to do. Same old, same old, baby. Send Pablo or Sonny out there. You got to win game one. It's like sending Johan out in 2006 against Oakland. You got to win game one because we got Booth pitching game two. <laughs> you can't, you can't lose that game. So, uh, uh, but uh, Royce hits another home run. His numbers, his RBI numbers are, I know RBI don't count, right? They're not, they're really a phony statistic. I'll take 50 some. In less than in 50 games, it's unbelievable. How many games has he played now? Has he played 50? I don't know. Yeah, I think I think like 55 or 50. It, yeah, it's it's remarkable. It. Yeah, he's uh, it's it's incredible. And uh, Kirloff hit a home run too. But uh, at Cleveland, Cleveland gave up a four runs in the eighth or something last night. So uh, they have presented it to us here. There's not not a lot of pressure. So. How did they sweep uh, Texas? What the hell happened there over the weekend? A lot of runs. What a, a weird year. The like Astros are struggling run. now. I don't yeah. get it. Oh, Atlanta. Atlanta gets. Yeah, they got swept. I mean, they got nothing to play for, but the Marlins bashed them, beat them bloody over the weekend, and then they lost again last night, right? They lost four in a row after we were declaring them one of the great teams in history. It, it has been a weird year of. Uh, of uh, big massacred totals by bad teams. It's uh, the Rockies beat the Giants in a doubleheader the other day to knock them out. And uh, I guess put- the Giants are just absolutely cooked. I guess that they they went from being a wild card contender to looking like dog poop. So yeah, the Marlins might make it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they might. Well, uh, the Cubs have fallen apart too. Don't forget yeah, the Cubs. Yeah, the Cubs are. Yeah, they were like they got swept past, past the Brewers. 
you know, the brewers, the brewers have a hundred and fourteen million dollar payroll, and they're they're doing it to bang for the buck. They're they've brought a lot of kids up this year, but we gotta we gotta put six hundred. You see, we gotta put six hundred million into the stadium to keep the brewers in Milwaukee. Oof. Otherwise, they can go to Des Moines or something. What are they gonna do? Where are you gonna go? So, so I I saw a story this morning, and it looks official, but I'm not sure that that's true. But that the uh, the Rays have now reached an agreement to have yes. build a thirty thousand seat covered stadium, but it's still in St. Pete, which, as you've always said, is the worst place to be. And the problem is, St. Pete will not let them out of the lease, and they just don't want to wait. It's only four more years now, you know, but they. You know, St. Pete won't St. Pete won't let them go to the other side of the water. I, I think it's a massive mistake, but they're definitely taking what they can get. But it's going to cost over a billion. Didn't I see that? I'm but, sure it is. Yeah, with a small stadium. That's 30, the new 000. thing, though. Thirty thousand seat stadiums, the new thing. That's what they're going to have in Vegas too, like thirty thousand seat dome. That's the deal. Everybody says. You know, we're not going to average more than that anyway. We'll make tickets hard to get, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But uh, so are they going to, if it's a new stadium and the race, you know what's going to happen, though? About the time they get their new stadium, they're going to, the formula is going to blow up on them and they're going to end up winning 65 games for about four <laughs> years because they're not spending any money. So uh, it's, uh, you know, they've waited forever somehow. They are one of the miracles of of modern sports. That they, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. have you guys been in there? Have you been in there? I've never been in there. You got to be in there. Turn by it. You yeah, got to be in there in, in February before spring training starts when they're having some informal workouts for their team. And there's a cheap ass trade show going on out in left field and they got they got these guys coming in and there's boards and buildings and crap sitting all over the place and it's like uh you know it's it, it's unbelievable what a dump it is and they got some tarp covering up the seats and it's a tarp you wouldn't use to cover up your your shed in the back of the house it's just a crap shed and it's uh it's under the, you know, because the city was trying to put pressure on them so they wouldn't spend any money on the stadium. And of course, the Rays didn't want to spend any money on the stadium because they're trying to get out of the stadium. So I think what it does, though, it probably, if they're going to stay there, then it, then it makes Montreal and Nashville the expansion places, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those Salt, are the two most likely. They keep oh, talking yeah. about Salt Lake. Is Salt Lake, does Salt Lake want a baseball team? I don't know. It would. Uh, how big is it now? Salt Lake I, I, City. That I don't know, but they're they're in the mix for. I think they have baseball and there's talk of the Coyotes going there for hockey because the Coyotes oh. still don't have a damn building. Yeah, well, Salt Lake. Then of course they're going to have to. Uh, are the Jazz happy where they are, or are they trying to get a new building too? Who knows? That Maybe I don't know. Need. Only two hundred thousand people in Salt Lake City. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't, it doesn't work for baseball, I, I don't think. Although, it was a great place for AAA. I went out there once with, uh, to do a thing on some twins out there in Salt Lake City. Great ballpark. The 
owner was an old guy who's now passed this veil of tears, uh, Joe Buzaz. He was a walking example of sexual harassment as I followed him around. I had to leave. I had to leave. You had to leave? He told every young lady he ran into how beautiful they were. And, you know, he didn't touch them inappropriately. He didn't touch them inappropriately, but he rubbed their, you know, in the front. That's not good. He rubbed their back. If you're saying that, it's something because you survived the 70s. So, my God, that's. I mean, he would have. He would have been thrown off the set in Mad Men, for God's sake. Wow. He was unbelievable. He was crazy. I hey, said, last thing. Joe. I said, Joe, you're going to prison here. You can't be doing ah. Dalton Reisner, we got him. Does Dalton Reisner solve all of the Vikings' problems at 0-2? Hey, the cheap Wilfs. How about the cheap Wilfs? They didn't want to pay him, so they waited. They didn't sign him beforehand. They didn't want to guarantee his contract, right, for the first week. And then they didn't bring him in here for the second week because it was a short week, so they could save another week. Cheap Wilfs, when are we going to start getting the hashtag Cheap Wilfs? He could have been in here last Monday, right? Yes. He could have been here before the season started, for God's sakes. Yeah, well, yeah, they weren't going to pay him. He probably wanted some money. I like it. They didn't want to guarantee him. But this last week, it's a short week. So, well, hey, we can, he probably won't be able to, we probably won't get him on the field on a short week. So, we're not going to pay him for this either. We're going to bring him in next week. How come nobody else wanted him? That's, that's the question. question. That's, that's, we'll the, that's the question. But I think, you know, from the time he was here, we all figured he'd end up here. Is he, what is he? Is he, or he must be an ordinary player, which is an improvement yes. on what they have, right? Yes, he he is he is good in pass protection. He is not as good PFF wise as Cleveland and Ingram in run blocking. That's the issue. Well, they don't run anymore anyway. So I guess what you want. <laughs> you know what might be next, like... Patrick? A running back might be next. Kareem Hunt. There's talk that uh, the, the Rams have called them about Cam Akers. Uh huh. They they brought mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt in in training camp. Yeah, that wouldn't be good uh, politically, would it? Uh, I think they're somewhat concerned about that fact. Yeah, he's had some issues, has he not? So, uh, yes. Well, that would be great. You let Delvin go. I guess Delvin wouldn't take the cut here, right? No, that was the problem. If Delvin would take the amount of money he's making now, they would have. They might have kept him. Yep, exactly right. Delvin, Delvin felt betrayed, but uh, yeah, it's they definitely need one. This. This guy is. They're gonna. It'll be interesting. They'll try to. They'll try to run some uh, Sunday against the poorest Chargers, right? And if that doesn't work at all, they're probably gonna have to do something. So yeah, they're absolutely. not. Even if they lose, they're not gonna give up because they're gonna be. Uh, you know, zero and three in the division. We said yesterday, if you get yeah. to nine, if you get to nine, you're still gonna win it. So. Did you guys watch that garbage last night? This league again. It's not good. Like, there's a few good teams, but there oh, is... I'll tell you one thing. That Pittsburgh-Cleveland game was nasty. It yes. was yeah, nasty. it was whole time. It was... It was I, well, how about you know, Chubb? Oh, God. Wow. Yeah, that's bad. How about, though... It's it's interesting to me that, okay, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, they change leagues, teams, they change players all the time. How come I'm... If I'm in Cleveland, how come I feel extra hatred for the Steelers. I mean, I'm, I'm not from Cleveland. I'm not from Pittsburgh. What? Uh, but last night they were vicious with each other, taking cheap shots. That was a pretty good game. I thought 
as far as old. That was old timey football player. That yeah. was, but the other one was brutal. The so. answer to your question is partially because you're very intoxicated. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean the players. I, oh. I can see why yeah. the fans. Yeah, yeah, you know, still fun. Yeah. Yeah, the last the but, last three Monday night games, Pat, have been Damar Hamlin having cardiac arrest on the field, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers blowing yes. his Achilles, and now Nick Chubb's leg yep. snapping in a way it should never snap. Yeah, yeah. And they were saying, well, well, let's hope for the best. No, there's no best when you see yeah, that no, play. It's not, oh God, no. Yeah, no, there's no best. It's uh I get uh, I love football players though. They don't some of them cry, some of them weep. He's on the cart. He knows so it's gone, and it's like, damn it, I did it again. It's the mm-hmm. it's the trade. It's the you know, it's it's like uh, you know, it's like like when you guys are on the the uh, show here, and your service breaks out, and you you can't get on their show. That's that's like that's like it a is. football player. Oh no, I start crying. Play. No, yeah. I cry. <laughs> you cry. I weep because I can't fix. it. I got no hope of fixing it, and I know that Declan can fix it. I can't fix it. Mm-hmm. Where's the great line? Uh, well, I was trying to think of what's the movie I was watching or the TV show I'm watching when uh, uh, somebody said to this woman, crying can be therapeutic. And she said, not the way I do it. She yeah. said, you know, I can't remember whose line that was, but that was, that was a fantastic line in some show I was watching. All right, sir. We will uh, talk to you Thursday. All right. Good enough. See you, gents. Bye bye. Bye bye. That that of course is uh Royce Unchained. There are now about four of them, what, four or five, Declan, per yeah. week. But I want to talk to you about as the lake season throttles down, trust the world's largest Bennington dealer, Miller Marine and Power Lodge to protect your passion. Call today about Power Lodge and Miller Marine's limited time winterization special. They're offering free storage with the purchase of a new boat. Get double the value if that new boat is a luxurious Bennington with unbeatable employee pricing stacked on top of the rebates. This is the best time of the year to buy, and there is nothing wrong with fall water on the lakes with beautiful color change cruises. Need an upgrade? They'll store that motor for you as well. Prepare now and bundle up for your boat for a worry-free launch next spring. Pontoon Passion starts at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Free winter storage with the purchase of a new boat from our buddies, Throttle Therapy on and off the water at millermarine.com and powerlodge.com.